Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. So this week I'm going to be talking all things skin and my kind of journey with acne. I'm still going through it. Yeah, it's been a fucking long journey, let me tell you that, since the age of like, I don't know, 15. And... I basically put up a post the other day just saying about like how fed up I was and um, that I was going to try these new uh, skin supplements and I was asking you know did anyone have any natural remedies because I don't really want to go down the like I don't want to go to a doctor and go down like a prescription the prescription route I want something more natural and honestly the amount of replies I got was obscene I don't think I've ever got that amount of replies to any story in my life and it just made me realize how we're literally all in the same boat but I think when it's happening to you you, you're just of the mindset that like no one else has this I know I am anyway and I get so paranoid and so self-conscious and to the point where I literally don't even want to walk my dogs because I just feel like shit all the time and yeah I don't know I think that was just like a big it was so nice to have so many replies and to know that I was not in this alone and very few people go through their whole life having no skin issues whatsoever. I do actually have one friend, Tammy, if you're listening to this. She has the most flawless skin. She's one of those people who could literally like wash their face with toothpaste and then tone with a freaking bottle of vodka or something and would still wake up with like immaculate skin. So I hate her. <laughs> no, I'm joking, Tommy, I love you. But um, yeah, I'm so jealous. Honestly, if I could have one thing in life, it would not be any type of money or anything. It would literally just be clear skin. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I'm gonna kind of rewind, go back to when I was like 15 and go through the whole, my whole journey, I guess. So started becoming a spotty bastard when you're when I was like going through puberty, as loads of people do and but I I think I was kind of like one of the first so I just remember being so self-conscious about it like caking on the makeup every day for school and I went to the doctor about it they obviously just give you kind of like topical stuff to start with so you get prescribed like Duac, which is like benzoyl peroxide and then there's like another one I can't really remember but yeah it got prescribed then but obviously those those like creams and stuff they're just like they don't actually prevent anything from happening in the first place they're just kind of like a quick overnight fix to reducing the size of um the appearance of your acne so as much as juac is really good and it does it does work it does reduce the size of your spot um it's not actually dealing with the root cause of why you're getting acne in the first place so obviously nothing was going away and if anything it was getting worse so then I got prescribed antibiotics uh from researching recently I've actually discovered that those antibiotics only are effective on I can't remember the exact number but it's a very very low percentage of people like something like 15 or 20 percent of people so yeah that didn't work for me and I, so I was prescribed them for a, a ridiculous amount of time I think I was on them for six months and then he changed me to another antibiotic and I was on that for like three to six months I think maybe another six months no one should ever be on antibiotics for a full year that is so so bad for your gut health and yeah I, 
I think that's ridiculous that I was on antibiotics for that long, but I didn't really think twice about it at the time. Obviously, at like the age of 15, 16, you don't really, you just think like the doctor will sort you out. Neither antibiotic worked. So the next step was to go down the route of the pill um, because at that point it's, you know, it's most likely hormonal anyway when you're going through puberty. Uh, obviously your hormones are going like haywire and yeah so they kind of jump then to putting you on the pill what do I think of the pill looking back on it I don't think the pill should be prescribed so flippantly I was never once sat down and explained the side effects that this can have I was just kind of told that the pill will balance out your hormones and that's fine what I didn't know was that the pill was fake hormones overriding your body and what is going to affect your hormones for the rest of your life if you're on it for a long period of time so went on what was the first one also not to mention there is a history of blood clots in my family like granny and my mum's side literally died from a blood clot so you shouldn't really be on any pill well especially certain pills but yeah you're it's advised against being on the pill if you have a family history of blood clots don't get me wrong I do obviously think there's like a time and a place for the pill and it, it is really great in terms of like contraception and everything but I just I don't know I just think it really doesn't sit well with me the way that like so many 16 year olds are are just prescribed it willy-nilly and not really told how it can yeah how it can affect your body and um what it's actually doing to you and I just wish when I was that age someone gave me period power by Maisie Hill and told me to read it and then decide because I was just so naive and so unaware so we get put on microgynin to start with which is like a combined pill so you take your week off and it didn't do anything for my skin and it didn't I don't know it didn't really affect me in any other kind of ways the one thing that did happen is my bum just grew out of nowhere I, and I think I got really bloated as well I, I yeah I remember literally within the space of two weeks my skull skirt going from being like baggy on me to just like exploding at the bum and I was like something's not right here <laughs> obviously you have to with anything hormonal it doesn't nothing happens overnight you have to I think it's like a minimum of three months you have to ride out before you can make a decision of whether you're going to carry it on or not and I don't know if I did three or six months but yeah it wasn't doing anything for me in terms of my skin so I then got put on Yasmin which Yasmin is actually meant to be better for skin but I think they just try you on microgynin first because it's like the cheaper I don't know the yeah the cheaper alternative like the general pill so yeah, what moved on to Yasmin or Yaz as loads of people call it. Uh, some of my friends really like freaked me out about Yaz. Loads of them were like, oh my God, no, don't go on it. My sister went on it and um, she gained like three stone or I don't know, or now she's just like a moody bitch, like all these stories about Yaz. But then you, on the flip side, you also hear loads of good stories about it and how it is really good for your skin and for your hair. Or no, maybe it's bad for your hair. I can't remember. What did I read about Yasmin, the effect of Yasmin on your hair? Maybe it was falling out. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, Yasmin did end up helping my skin. It didn't get rid of it completely. I was still getting those kind of like 
really l- big sore lumps um if you've had them before you know exactly what i'm talking about you know there's like under the skin ones and they oh fuck they're so painful but yeah i was still it, it kind of cleared up the the most of it but i was still kind of getting i'd always have one or two of them at a time on my face and yeah they really bothered me they were so it was see the thing is with them it's like they don't even look that bad because they are under the skin it's quite flat like makeup does cover it really well but it's the pain from them and because it was always there on my there was always one or two of them it was just constant pain on my face and like trying not to touch it and yeah so I ended up going to a dermatologist because I was just kind of like enough is enough this was probably after like six months of being on Yasmin and then like still using Duac and stuff. Uh, so I carried on with the Yasmin, but I went to a dermatologist. I went private and he basically the next step was there was like some pill called, I think it was called Dianette, but then that was like too risky, I think, with the history of blood clots. And then, and also it can have like really bad side effects, I think. And then the other one was, I, I don't know how you, how you say this, but spironolactone, wait, no, spironolactone, I think that's how you say it. Basically, it's a pill that blocks all the androgens in your body. So it prevents any, if you have like high testosterone, that's what it would be good for if the high testosterone was what the cause of your acne and then the third option was roaccutane now roaccutane is such a serious drug I know it works wonders for people but it's definitely not something that should be taken lightly the side effects of it are crazy uh what it is basically is a retinol a retinoid I don't know it's basically a form of vitamin a and it completely like closes the glands that produce oil in your skin but obviously it can't just like you can't isolate just the glands on your face to stop you from getting acne it does that to your whole body so the side effects of that are like just dry everything and dry flaking skin all over your body on your scalp like constant dandruff on your face uh, like cracked lips uh, to the point where they like bleed and everything cracked even inside your nose apparently you can like wake up and have like um cuts and blood and all in your nose dry eyes so you have to use eye drops trying to think of other ones apparently it's really bad for your mental health like it can give you full-on depression and suicidal thoughts and also it you can't get pregnant when you're on it so because it can cause like deformities in babies so it's a really really serious drug and it's not something you just want to walk in and just decide on the day of the suggestion that that's what you want to do Also, it is kind of worth mentioning the dermatologist did say that I wasn't a particularly good candidate for Roaccutane because my acne was just those under the skin spots on my cheek and jaw. It wasn't like all over my forehead and everywhere and like I didn't have really oily skin. I actually have quite dry skin. So Roaccutane is really good for people who have like really really severely oily skin and that's what's causing all their acne but that wasn't what was causing my acne it was more like hormonal or dietary so he kind of said these three things and was like I don't want to make any decisions today but like go away and think about them and he was like and there's just one other thing he was like 
nothing's really been proven like there's no studies to show this is a thing but some people do find that going off dairy can help he was like i'm not really as a dermatologist he basically said he doesn't really believe that it necessarily does but like some people do and it you know if i was at a loose end to just try it and see so obviously it's just like an easy thing to do isn't it to just call it dairy i was already vegetarian at this point and i think i'd actually wanted to go dairy free so i just decided you know what i'll just try going dairy free see if that does anything and if not then i will you know cross a ractane bridge if i have to and yeah i did it i didn't go like completely uh if there was like milk powder in you know like a not point one percent milk powder and crisps and stuff that didn't really bother me but i pretty much went completely off most dairy like chocolate ice cream yogurt cheese was my hardest one and milk obviously i just substituted well i don't know obviously i substituted milk for i think i was drinking soy milk at the time but like all those other things there wasn't really the options that there are nowadays i don't i think i literally just had to cut them out like there didn't used to be nice dairy-free cheeses so yeah i just had to give them all up pretty much but i literally noticed a difference in my skin so quickly i was so allergic to dairy i don't know how i didn't work it out sooner or why it wasn't suggested at an earlier point like why i had to go private to a dermatologist for someone to just say that yeah so crazy that's what was causing all the under underneath the skin things as soon as i stopped eating dairy they just went away and then like the odd time if i caved and just like gave in and had even just one square of chocolate i would literally break out the next day like that's how bad my allergy was so obviously it took me a long i'd say a good two years to get to that this point but i was kind of sorted from then like i just stayed on yasmin and stayed off dairy and then ended up becoming vegan anyway so haven't eaten dairy in years but the acne didn't stay away my skin was never perfect but that definitely did keep it at like a level that i was i was fine with and i was happy with and i wasn't self-conscious about so let's see fast forward to when i would say it was pretty manageable the whole time i was working full-time as a makeup artist even with like having to wear makeup every day again wasn't perfect but manageable and then when i went away traveling it got so good like i don't know what it is with the air when you're in a different country but like my skin just like went completely flawless probably a combination of not wearing makeup being in and out of the sea constantly i don't really know what it is because i would say my diet is actually better at home than it was traveling because you eat a lot of like fried shit when you're away traveling Uh, yeah i don't know what it was but my skin got so so good um when i was in australia as well my skin was unreal like i'd barely have to wear makeup to work and i think when you have a tan like a natural tan as well it makes such a difference because any redness you do have it's not half as noticeable so yeah i was so buzzing about that like i thought that was me that's me done with acne i'm through puberty now my hormones have settled bear mind i'm still on yasmin this is like years and years later and well obviously still off dairy and yeah just thought you know that's me don't have to think about acne ever again little did i know 
So my skin stayed pretty good when I came home. Not quite as good, but like still completely fine. I would say probably for like half a year. And then I started just getting like random breakouts. We're also kind of now into when coronavirus became a thing. So like wearing masks and stuff really didn't help. Also, I was working full time in a job like where I had to wear a mask all day and the hours were crazy. I was doing like 12 hour days and wearing a mask the whole time. So yeah, obviously that's not good for your skin is it so yeah I started to get little breakouts nothing like too bad it was again it was still pretty manageable I would say at this point and then skipping to like September October time when I was moving to Leeds for uni it's it started getting bad again and like the sore spots again and yeah I just I don't know it could have been to do with stress I didn't feel stressed but people always say like you can be stressed without feeling it like especially if I was moving to a new place for uni and I had so much anxiety around it because of my experience with uni previously and also just like moving into a house with people I didn't know so I mean yeah it could have been down to stress I don't really know but it did start getting quite bad again until I would say it got it's to its worst in November and oh my god it was so so bad like I didn't even want to come out of my room I, I was so mortified by it I felt so socially awkward like when I was talking to people you like you know what I mean if you've been through this like you just think everyone's staring at your face which is just ridiculous and so self-absorbed because no one actually gives a flying fuck yeah it's just the reality of it and I wish I could get on here and pretend like it doesn't bother me and that we should all I don't know I I wish I could be one of those people but I'm just not and it does really affect me and it affects me mentally so much like the amount of times I would just lie in bed at night crying just being like when is this ever gonna go away I also really really don't help myself by picking I'm such a picker like I'll sometimes I literally get so carried away and I'll find myself like an hour later just like face the color of a tomato and I'm like oh no not again (laughs) but yeah I was at breaking point and I was on the phone to my GP obviously everything's like over the phone now isn't it so I was on the phone to my GP being like I'm I've had enough like I've been through everything all the pills all the antibiotics all the creams like I want to go on Rakuten so I got the referral and everything and I was so close to doing it and then I think it was just so like in the heat of the moment and just being so frustrated and so fed up that I just rushed to that decision and I forgot that like I'm not a good candidate for acting I have dry skin like I'm not I this is hormonal or a stress like this is not something that Rakuten is going to solve it's not something that you should go on such a serious drug for because that's not the issue like the issue isn't over uh, like excess oil production so I took a step back I did a lot of research and I spent about a hundred pounds on Holland and Barrett I was like I'm just gonna do this naturally get like loads of vitamins and supplements things that people are recommending and see how I go with that and yeah so I I spent so much money getting like evening primrose oil vitamin C zinc uh spirulina and maca powder what else vitamin D vitamin uh, like vegan omegas all these different things 
and I had to get, you know, like one of those little medication boxes that's labeled from like Monday to Sunday and you put all your tablets in like the grannies have I literally have one of them Um, (laughs) yeah but I just thought it'd be worth trying like going down this route first and to be fair it actually did help a lot I think vitamin c and zinc combined is such is so good for your skin it makes it makes such a difference with me I get these like it's kind of like Barocca but from Holland and Barrett their own brand and they have like a vitamin c and zinc drink and I find when I'm drinking that every day it helps so much also I I see I'm kind of annoyed at myself I should have been more consistent with taking the evening primrose oil twice a day and making sure I took it every day when you're when you have so many pills to take every day it becomes such a chore and then I wasn't taking them all the time I was maybe taking them like four days a week and realistically if you want to get the effects of something that's like gonna improve your hormones you do need to be consistent with it so I was taking them all up until like quite recently I guess maybe like um, February kind of time and then I just kind of fell off the bandwagon like I was getting less and less consistent with it and of course now we're back to square one well not square one actually it's nowhere near as bad as what it was in Leeds just kind of like a little bit bad around my jaw just annoying me a little bit also I'm back working now as well so I'm wearing masks and stuff again and I never had issues on my chin before but masks have just made my chin the problem area so yeah that's when I put up this story then the other day basically saying that I was at a loose end and just needed people's recommendations in terms of what's worked for them that's natural yeah to help my skin I will actually read out some of the things that people suggested let me see so one is angus castus i actually don't know what that is another one this came up quite a lot Lot, lots of people said this i think it's kind of like trending on tiktok as well is putting chlorophyll drops in your water i still haven't seen it on tiktok um but apparently it works really well evening primrose oil came up lots um again something it's i've i know i've already mentioned it but it's meant to be really really good for naturally balancing out uh, females hormones zinc vitamin c vitamin d um what else different all all different skincares people recommended cbd oil celery juice someone said drinking celery juice every morning maca and spirulina powder yeah that's kind of the gist of it all the rest of it is like more like skincares and things basically i wanted i I'm happy to take supplements literally for the rest of my life if it's going to help my skin but it's not sustainable for me and it's not like I'm never going to stick to it if it's going to be seven tablets a day so I want like one combined tablet that has everything in it that's good for your skin and that has proven results and I ended up ordering this one called botanicals now don't like don't go out and get this for me send it's because I've literally used it for two days so I don't know if it's good or not it did have really good reviews online so did another one called skin acumax and anti-acne club they're all kind of different versions of the same thing they're all just like a supplement that has vitamin a vitamin c zinc and some other random stuff in there um that you're meant to take like twice a day I have got one now. I'm going to try to give this a go. I am really positive about it because 
I know that it did make such a difference when I was consistently taking all my supplements before. So I do think this will help, especially now this has got vitamin A in it, which is meant to be so good for your skin. So fingers crossed it does. If it doesn't, I'm going to try Skin Acumax after that. But again, they're all just variations of the same thing. I realistically just need to go and get a hormone check. Oh, I never even mentioned when I came off Yasmin, by the way. So I didn't come off Yasmin until literally like a few months ago like in when my skin got really really bad in Leeds in like November that's when I came off Yasmin because I was like I'm so sick of relying on this to balance my hormones and it's not even doing anything and it's just fucking up my body in the meantime so I came off it then and then that's when and then ordered all the supplements your your hormones anyway after coming off any pill are gonna be a little bit all over the place so I'm kind of like struggling with that and on top of the already existing skin issues that I had I'm so glad I came off the pill though like oh my god after reading period power I I can't believe I was on it for that long it's actually fucked up yeah it it affects you in so many different ways and I didn't realize it was affecting me in those ways because I'd been on it from the age of like 16 so how was I supposed to know like I just thought that was me I just but like I was the moodiest bitch in the entire world it affects everything it affects your sex drive it affects it affects your moods yeah it's just I I just think it's so crazy that like so many people are on it and we don't even know we're not even like fully informed of what it's doing does so please if you're on the pill I'm not saying you shouldn't be that's completely fine but please just like educate yourself about it so that you know what you're actually taking and what the long-term risks of it are uh yeah please go and read that book I keep talking I know I keep harping on about it but please go and read period power even if you're not on the pill actually all females should just go and read it because it's so interesting and it's so important to know about your hormones and also because if you are then to come off it you really need to be like more in like in touch with your hormones so that you know your cycle well and then it's called natural cycles natural cycles is actually 93 percent effective uh under typical use or 98 and 99 percent effective under perfect use which makes it like just as effective as condoms and the pill which is pretty crazy without having to inundate your body with fake hormones yeah it's definitely the way forward it involves taking your basal body temperature every morning as soon as you wake up so that you know exactly when you've ovulated because basically there's like a change in temperature when you ovulate and yeah I just think everyone should be on natural cycles I think we should be educated about natural cycles when we are in primary school yeah this definitely won't be the last time I'll be speaking about skin because it's just a constant fucking roller coaster Jesus like it's just never ending but I think not as well with like social media I know I'm so guilty for using filters all the time I don't use the filters that like change your features and like make your lips bigger and make you skinnier or anything like that but I do use the ones that like smooth out your skin and make you look more tanned because I don't know I just I, th- I think it's when everyone it's so weird to think that we didn't have that before isn't it like filters have only really become a thing in the last couple of years and yeah I don't know I think when everyone's doing it as well like and you get used to that being the norm then you feel so weird without it which is awful 
I actually follow, if you follow Sinead Hegarty and Siobhan, I can't remember her surname, and also Charlene Murphy, they're all like big into not using filters and normalizing not using filters. I really want to get to this point, um, but sometimes when you're lying there in your dressing gown with a pale spotty face and you want to come on to say something on stories, like, yeah it's just better off I think for everyone that I use a filter but no that's actually not if not better off for everyone we I should definitely try not to yeah I think being a makeup artist as well like knowing how flawless I can make my skin look and then not having that maybe one day I'll have the courage to do it it's something I'm working on okay (laughs) uh but yeah apparently it's so crazy like Apparently the number of people who now go to plastic surgeons with a photo of themselves with a filter on and say like that's the nose I want or that's the lips I want or the cheekbones whatever it is apparently the number of people doing that now has like is like off the Richter scale crazy obviously before filters like you don't really know what you would look like with these things or with these different features whereas now you can so easily see like instantly what you would look like with the different nose or what you would look like with different lips or teeth so yeah I think it's so damaging and the amount of young people now getting surgery and get I mean I know I'm not one to talk I literally get a lip filler but (laughs) I don't get it because of filters I got that way before filters were even a thing but what I'm saying is how damaging I think filters are and that they're making us all think that like that's how we should strive to be and like that's how we should be all the time like um, it's almost like you shock yourself when you don't have a filter when you look at your phone and it takes a second for the filter to come on you're like oh holy fuck do I actually look like that anyway my point was is that it makes you feel like filters have definitely negatively impacted me and how I feel about myself when my skin's bad because when everyone that you're seeing especially now as well like being in lockdown and not only really seeing people online and then just like always seeing perfect people it really fucks with your head and you're like when you're not meeting up with your friends and seeing that okay they have skin issues too and yeah you're just seeing this like constant like perfect image on stories and can just get to you so much and it's really important to just take a step back and realize that like it's not that's not real life and other people are going through the same things as you and everyone has tough times with their skin that's why it was so nice to get so many messages then and uh, yeah it's just so reassuring to know that everyone goes through it and everyone comes out the other side uh, hopefully I do come out the other side. No, it's it's really not that bad at the moment. I'm really positive anyway about these supplements that I'm taking just because of what's worked in the past previously for me. I swear it's the fucking air in the UK, genuinely. Like why, why when I go away does it just become perfect and then I come back and it's just acne city? What What's that about? I'm genuinely allergic to the air here. Also, does anyone else find that alcohol affects their skin so much? Like... If I have a heavy night drinking, oh God, will my skin pay for it the next day? Well, actually, probably the whole week following that. Yeah, sometimes it's just not worth it. But like, try telling yourself that in lockdown when the only thing entertaining to do is to drink. 
What's another thing? See, loads of people say that gluten affects our skin. Gluten definitely doesn't affect my skin because I went off it for a while just to try and like test the waters and see. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't do anything. Anyway, I'm going to see how I go with these supplements. I'm going to carry on taking my probiotic as well. And what else? Just, I know it's so... It, I hate being told it all the time because you know it's tr- you know it's true like you know it's gonna help but drinking loads of water but I just see I have days where I literally drink like four liters of water a day and like not no amount of water will quench my thirst like I'll just drink so much water and then I have other days where I'll literally wake up and like drink one glass the whole day and yeah and and I know I need to drink more but I just like can't make myself I don't know it's really weird it's like you have a battle with yourself to try and make force yourself to drink more water but then yeah I don't know does anyone else get that I do find though if you wake up and drink a glass or a bottle of water very first thing like before you've had your breakfast or coffee or anything that kind of sets you off on the right path for the rest of the day and will like make your body be thirsty if that makes sense like you'll want more water after that I don't know maybe it's a psychological thing but I swear it works I'll keep you updated anyway on my Instagram stories with how in terms of how I go with this supplement and yeah if anyone is struggling as well maybe do try a go off dairy if you haven't tried that yet it made such a difference for me obviously that's not the case for everyone though because that was just like an allergy for me but I know like dairy does really fuck with your hormones especially as a female it can be yeah dairy we're just not supposed to consume dairy I'm sorry I'm, I know I sound like that annoying vegan that's like we're not supposed to consume animal products I don't like I don't care what you eat I'm not here to lecture you but like dairy is we're just not supposed to consume it what other species in the entire world drinks the milk of another animal yeah no it's fucked up (laughs) like realistically would you get down on the floor and suck the milk out of a cow's teat probably not if you would you're a bit of a savage (laughs) that's a bit vile but so with all the alternatives these days i'm sorry oat milk is so much nicer than cow's milk how could you not want a nice creamy oat milk in your coffee instead of cow tit milk tell me that anyway i'm gonna leave it there thank you for listening if you've made it this far Please don't worry if you're also going through it with your skin and you're having acne struggles and issues. You will come through it. You will work it out. It's a long fucking process. Like, trust me, I'm 22 now. I've been dealing with this since I was 15 on and off. You will get there in the end. Uh, I know it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. but you'll find something that works for you I promise try and go down the natural route before you want to start doing anything prescription wise because who knows like maybe something as simple as like taking some vitamins or going off dairy or you know what I mean why would you not try something like that's that simple as opposed to putting your body through more serious drugs yeah please know that you're not alone and it's so normal to have acne like there's so very few people in the world that go through their whole life not having any issues with their skin so yeah it's completely normal you're not isolated in this as much as you might feel you are and as much as social media might make you feel that you are you're not yeah thank you so much for the continued support as always and i will speak to you next time